everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of Screen Champs. I'm your host, Dubs, here with my co-host, the Mad Mammo. What's going on, brother? What's happening, man? Uh, Mad Man, today's episode is special, and that's because I got the need. The need for speed! Let's go! It's Top Gun Maverick Day. The day you've all been waiting for. The day we've all been waiting for. The day movies have been waiting for. Hell yeah! Um, we're going to be reviewing Top Gun Maverick today. It's a, a little later than we wanted, but we're getting it out there. Very excited about it. I'm curious to hear what Madman's score is going to be, actually, because I did hear some pretty incendiary things pre-show, <laughs> and I'm, I don't know if they're going to make it on the pod. We'll see. Uh, but it was wild. So before we hop into Top Gun, um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard case just wrapped up. Do you have any thoughts on that you'd like to share? Shout out to my man, Johnny Depp. Let me get some of that money, bro. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like right? 15 million, then it was like 10 million. And I, I saw a TikTok with some lawyer was like, ah, it's actually going to be like 6.43 million. Yeah. And it, does Amber Heard have that much money? <laughs> I bet not. It's a lot. It is a lot. Sad. I do think, like, sometimes though, you just, you know, it's the same way when you're like, you're going to go to jail for 712 years. It's like, well, buddy, uh, this isn't the Bible, so no one's living that long. Um, and uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of money, right? I'm sure you could just declare bankruptcy, right? Michael Scott status and just figure it out. I declare bankruptcy! And I, I briefly said this uh, on the last pod where we talked about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It might have actually been the last pod we put out, sadly. Uh, but where I get that like everyone hates Amber Heard, or at least that seems to be like the social media that I've been being fed is like Johnny Depp rules, Amber Heard sucks. But like she did already win a case against or like this same case in a different country, which cuz at first I was thinking like oh she's like a Jesse Smollett type or whatever just just made the whole thing up, you know, like yeah, I got attacked whatever. But I'm pretty sure and again I did not watch all these cases, so I don't as usual, I'm coming from a place of ignorance, but it seems like what she did wrong is she just wasn't able to prove herself well enough, but it's not like it's proven that she was lying necessarily. It's not like a, like, hey, yeah, we hired some people to make it look like she got beat up and she didn't make up. Like, no one necessarily proved that. There was some photo editing thing. I don't know. All I'm saying is that, like, I, I just, I feel weird being like, yeah, ever heard, gotcha. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, it just feels weird. It feels a little intense. But, you know, shout out Johnny Depp. I will say this, and I, I do mean this. From some of the leaked audio, it sounds like they were both crazy. Yeah. And if they're oh, both, yeah. if, you're, if you're crazy and someone else is crazy, don't act like it's their fault. Like, you guys are both crazy together. So don't put out some article saying, like, I'm, you know, I'm a victim. When you were shitting on people's beds, like, you can't just be doing that. So... <laughs> I do think it's like you have to take ownership of your like your BS too. Like, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house, kind of stuff. Johnny Depp is clearly not someone you want your daughter dating, though. That guy's intense. Um, that guy's yeah, yeah. That guy's wild. He's a drunk. Like he, I mean, his sobriety, sure. right? It's been an issue for a while. Yeah, he's a crazy guy. And so yeah, I mean, everyone's got their demons, but it's just it's it just feels it feels a little gross but also it's like amber if you were psych you guys were both psychos you should have just been psychos together and decided to split up but like you don't get to be a psycho and then pretend like you're not like it's not right yeah it's all it's all gonna oh especially when he takes it this far like all that stuff's gonna come out and your cracks are gonna show and, <laughs> yeah butt crack and, on the bed you know, yep uh, <laughs> butt crack um <laughs> uh yeah i mean it shows i mean it's 
It was a wild. It was a wild thing. But I, you know what's what's super petty too is what well, I don't know if how you if, if you think this is petty or not. But he's like, you're never gonna look in my eyes again. And he just yeah. never looked at it. See that? <laughs> that's kind of intense. He committed too. to the to the bit. Like he was like, you're not gonna see these eyes again. And he never looked at her. Dude. I, yeah. I was hoping he would give her a wink or something like once once he wins. But he he wasn't even there. He he did not need to be there. So yeah, it's kind of int- yeah because the Power attorney move. too or the way that she was like. Isn't it true, Amber, that in this recording from 2018, Johnny said that you will never see his eyes again? She's like, yes, that's correct. He's like, is it true that he has not looked at you this entire trial, even though you've looked at him many times? She's like, <laughs> yes, that is correct. It's like, oh, jeez. Like, and he's just looking down the whole time like, yeah, this is great. Uh, but it is, see, and that's like, right? Let's say you get in an argument with someone, right? You know, you're a yeah. human being, they're a human being. You guys have a disagreement. Shit happens. And in that disagreement, they say, you're never going to see my eyes again. You'd be like, all right, psycho. Like, chill out, dude. Like, it's cool. Like, we can just want to get a beer or what. Like, so they're on. It's just a different level, right? <laughs> they're a different. It's like a different playing field. You know, we're not like you and I aren't ready to have a fight with Johnny Depp. You know, Amber Heard. That's why, you know, she didn't shit on the bed the first night. That's something that happens after you're not allowed oh, yeah. to see someone's eyes anymore. I'm starting oh, yeah. to be on her side now. Actually, I don't know. It's it's a little tough when when yeah. uh, when your lawyers just suck. Like, it's just a recipe of just badness. And and Johnny Depp's lawyer was just she was a baddie, bro. She was out there <laughs> handling it. I would man. I I hope like I don't have a friend that's like her in the group chat or something. You know, like like someone just is that good and <laughs> making you look bad. Like fuck, dude. It all, bro. It's just, I mean, attorneys, that's what they, they're just there to mess with your, um, except Atticus, you know, good guy, good heart. Uh, but good guy. Yeah. I, I, I wonder what his ranking is like out of 10, like how good of a lawyer she was. Cause she was like, there was this one where she was like, look at this line of, of Coke. Like, do you know what this is? And she's like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. It's like, oh, well, you know, like it looks clean, right? Like it's, it's just like it's not messy, right? If you do coke, like it would be all over the place, right? And it's just like I don't think you know what it means to do coke. Amber <laughs> was just <laughs> doubling down on the drugs that she's used, and, and the lawyer's like, "All right, no further questions." Yeah, she's looking at the jury. Jury's like, "Yeah, you don't. You hate that to be the position you're taking." You're just like, "No, no, no, no." When you do drugs, it's like, "Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, good stuff." <laughs> like, Thanks, Amber. Snort away. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just going to say allegedly. I'm not sure why. I'm just going to throw out an allegedly in there. Um, throw in an allegedly. allegedly. That's a post allegedly. This is so, all stuff I've heard, too. Yeah. Everything so you heard I, yeah. previously, allegedly. And everything you're going to hear. When I said, like, oh, like, hell yeah, Johnny Depp won, like, that's just oh, that's a alleged that I read from that, someone. That, that was alleged, yeah, by an article. Yeah. The rest of this podcast is also alleged <laughs> as well. So that's just something to keep in mind. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't sue me. You know what I mean? Hey, dude. <laughs> Don't, if you do, look at me. Okay, I want to look at your yeah. face. Bro. Look me in the eyes, damn. I know. I'm gonna start saying stuff. You know, it's like just so you can look at me, dude. <laughs> she should have just been like, "Hey, you guys know what? I, no one ever says this. Johnny Depp doesn't even have eyeballs. You know, he has no eyeballs. No one ever talks about it. And then he would have been forced to look up. Like, oh, come on, I know you're lying. <laughs> and then her attorney could have been like, "Oh, really? Well, John, if you have eyeballs, show show the court now." And then he would have had to look up, and she could have caught his eye and been like, "Hat, hey, gotcha." No, um, yeah. he said he wasn't going to show, he wasn't going to look at her. He looks at her now. What's up with that? Yeah. yeah. Johnny, is there other statements that you don't hold? Boom. You, you there know? you yeah, go. There you brother. go. 
There you go. Is there any other oh, promises man. you'd like to break here in this courtroom today? Done. <laughs> Done. I, I honestly thought it was just going to be like a wash. Like I thought like, the judge was going to be like, yeah, uh, this is just yeah. a wash. This is like, gross, not... guys. Just go home, all right? You're both yeah, rich. This is, uh, no one wins here. Um, so awesome three weeks. We're done. <laughs> it's done. The court, it's done. So we're done. Next, um, there's a couple TV shows going. They have a lot of good adult dramas on right now. But I know, man, man, you've been uh, deep in the new Stranger Things. How's that been going? I freaking lo- I cried hard. I'm really nice. into running up that hill. Uh, there's a song that just keeps playing in freaking Stranger Things. And, okay. Um, it's just amazing. I just love it. It's an awesome scene. Spoilers. It's on my Twitter. Like It's just an awesome scene. But that Kate Bush song is just being played everywhere, and TikTok swallowed it up. So every TikTok that comes up in my algorithm is all it's that song. People just doing stuff to it. Um, but but I had so much fun. This volume, right? They release episodes, more episodes of July. Uh, I had so much fun. I, I just freaking loved it. And I'm like one of the few. I think I'm gonna just say here. I think I'm one of the few. That has seen like the whole Stranger Things in every season. <laughs> I feel like people just stopped at season two, and I am pleading to the world finish season two, watch season three, which is like arguably the best season of the series, and then watch season four and have fun with me. I, I, I think people just hate Millie Bobby Brown and are not watching the show because of it. So, what you did say partly applies to me. In the sense that I have not seen past season two or like halfway through season two mm-hmm. of Stranger Things, and I'm trying to get through it right now. However, everything else you said, I feel like is just absolutely bananas. I do not think I think everyone watches Stranger. People Things. hate Millie, bro. Millie Bobby Brown. I don't. They think do not like her. Hate Millie Bobby Brown. They don't like her, bro. Why? I don't like her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I think she's all right. They hate her though. People do not like her. Yeah, I don't know. I like she's a bad, hor- she's like a bad, horrible human being in person or something. <laughs> so like wildness to it. She's a bad she's an person. Yeah, she's, she's a like, child. Yeah. Um, and because they hate her, you know, I mean, you know how it goes. People don't like someone; they just won't watch that something because of it. You know, Dubs, Ryan Reynolds, like, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I okay. So as you were saying, like when you said people aren't watching Stranger Things, I immediately was like, "There's that's not like true. And so I just Googled like Stranger Things. And the first article is Stranger Things 4 sets Netflix viewership record in opening weekend. Okay, so here's what, what people will say. All the haters would be like, we'll show the numbers. Like, What are those numbers, huh? What, what record is it breaking? We don't know. And I can tell you. The article seems to know. So it's um, <laughs> it's breaking the English language show opening. So the the one no the top overall is uh, Squid Game. Oh, okay. Squid Game holds a record for the most watched show in the first twenty eight days on the platform with one point six billion hours viewed. Jesus. Season one of Bridgerton was six hundred twenty five point four million. Who the hell is watching Bridgerton? Oh, bro, Bridgerton. If you, <laughs> bro, Bridgerton is like a. <laughs> you want to talk about drama? Yeah. Oh. Now Bridgerton. Don't. I mean, I don't. People care die in that show. about Bridgerton. But um, essentially, you know how like Fifty Shades of Grey was kind of getting pop. I feel like it was almost. It's, now it's not. It's nothing like Fifty Shades of Grey. But I think the first season was kind of like sexy. There's like some some steamy stuff in it. 
But, you know, so people just kind of dug it. You know, period piece, sex, people like it. And then the second season, from what I understand, just not not nearly enough sex. They just missed the ball completely. Like, people <laughs> people wanted people touching and, and doing God knows what, and they did not do enough of it in season two. So everyone watching season two, clothes? they were like, oh, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Yeah, would have been nice if they touched uglies a bit more, you know, and it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, or bumped them. Uh, so... Yeah, so s- subscribers watched 286.7 million hours of Stranger Things 4. Um, that topped the second season of Bridgerton, which aired in March, and where they watched 193 million hours of the show during its premiere weekend. So, I mean, it's... It, I Like, I get... I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh, because when something's so big, right? Like, you talk about Fast and Furious, for instance. One of the biggest franchises of all time. Uh wildly successful i would argue inexplicably so people seem to like like it in general people have accepted it as pop culture and then there's me who's like no 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 this is dumb right and i can just sit there in the corner and you know yell at it while everyone has a good time and that's just life there's people like that for stranger things i'm sure but i just you know i don't think there's like a conspiracy that being said everything you said does kind of apply to me because i haven't finished it yet so i do need to finish it you're right but I think people are watching it. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know where these billion people are, man. I no one is like, no one is as excited about it as I have been. <laughs> Fair the last enough. Few days. Fair and enough. And I, I've been talking about it on the internet. Uh, yeah, everyone. You, like, you were just saying your TikTok is flooded with the sound of people doing things to it. That's just everyone's trying to go viral. You know, it's a whole like. Well, yeah, yeah. I, there's there's a world where people are just using that keyboard song just so they can like get views and stuff. But even then, you I have no, like I have no idea what you're talking about because it's just like not. I don't know. That's I haven't different seen algorithms, brother. Different yeah, algorithms. oh, it's. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. TikTok knows what you like, so even if you think about it, like it's just not gonna. If you're like, oh, like, but but that's why your... that's why you gotta take TikTok with a grain of salt. You know, it's it's the same. TikTok is like a yes friend. You know. They're just going to agree with everything you say. There's no critical thinking involved. <laughs> you know, you need you need someone, and no, no social platform is going to do this because they just want your eyeballs. I but, think I, yeah. I, I, I'm. Oh, yeah, I mean, hey, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. There's so, someone's TikTok was being flooded with shit like Amber Heard wins the day again. Like someone said that. Like I don't what think it was fuck? a very popular page, but I, you know, yeah. someone was seeing that. I think I still I believe people. Do not like Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. They're not watching Stranger Things. All right. Well, then, hey, call out to the people. Yeah. You broke a record? Well, why is Squid Game still winning? This is America. Damn it. So because this is America, Stranger Things, they're Americans. Um, You should be watching Stranger Things. Oh, there you go. Millie Bobby Brown is not American. Where is she from? I think she's from the UK. Son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Can't have that. She's not American, bro. Okay. Well, She has an accent. She's like, ooh. Oh, Ooh. oh! Sorry, this is my Donald Trump impression. Oh. Just kidding. Um, Ooh. let's throw back, call back from something that's not even going to be in the episode. Uh, the funniest thing Dove said. He said, <laughs> "Our Donald Trump impersonations are like French people that are trying to speak English." <laughs> well, they, you know what? It kind of works. They kind of, it kind of works. Oh. Yeah, no, I can't. Oh, do it. oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's a national treasure. <laughs> oh gosh yeah so no but stranger things well hey then yeah that we're putting the call out 
stop. It's awesome. Stop sleeping on Millie Bobby Brown, dude. Just because she was talking to Drake when she's thirteen, we're not victim blamers here. That's not her fault. That's no. Drake's fault. So no, you can still watch Stranger Things. Here's what I never figured out: Why is her name Millie Bobby Brown? Is she like big Bobby Brown fan? Probably has something to do with her parents. I'm assuming. Okay, they're huge Bobby Brown. Fans. I just I don't, <laughs> who's Bobby Brown? I don't know. Yeah, like someone, right? Yeah, I don't know. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, like it just sounds like a like, like a rap song. It's true. Millie Rock. Bobby Can't Brown. He was with Winnie Houston. Oh yeah, there you go. See, they're huge fans. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I like he was it. right. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I thought Whitney Houston. I was like, well, his name ain't Bobby Houston, so that. But you're right, it's Bobby Brown. I don't know why that slipped my mind. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah, I can't believe that. Like, just Bobby Brown, the R and B singer, just didn't pop into my head at first. And um, yeah, but it is what it is. You know what can I do? Uh, but uh, okay, so shout out, shout out, new edition. Uh, my apologies. Um, okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> like who's Bobby Brown? Watch Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. Watch Stranger Things. Most, Everyone needs to watch Stranger Things. One of the most Just watch it. Kids on Earth. It's awesome. I cried, bro. I cried. It's so good. Let's go. Um, all right. So there, and there's a couple shows. Uh, well, two on HBO Max, one on Hulu. That if you haven't watched, they're just like uh, nothing. I love more than a miniseries, which we've which we talked about in the show. Not in a while, but uh, you know, shout out these like HBO miniseries. And same as there's like a dead woman in like ten episodes. Like, you know, sign me up. Like, because there's nothing better than HBO and a, and a dead woman. I don't know why that is, but that it just is what it is. They so, love dead women. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's true. I mean, you, facts only. The Undoing. Um, gosh, the Night Of. Remember that? The Night Of. Oh, dead woman. Man, shout out Riz Ahmed in that, too. Riz Ahmed, bro. Um, they're just stressed, yeah. man. He gets the worst of luck in everybody. Yeah. Sharp Objects with Amy Adams. So good. I mean, there's just, oh, I mean, there's countless. Countless. Could not count them. Uh, but they have one called The uh, Staircase, which they had a documentary about a while ago, uh, which I didn't watch. Thank goodness. because And that's the other thing, too. Don't watch the news. Because what's going to happen is oh, you no. see what happens in the news. You see these high-profile cases. They're going to make a show about that in, like, five or six years. You don't want spoilers. So don't watch the news. Don't keep up with, like, current events. <laughs> because you're just going to ruin, like, your chance to enjoy something later. Like when the when they do the true crime, like Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, like we know what happens already. Like we know, oh, yeah. like yeah, they're gonna reveal like she shit on the bed, and we're like, well, yeah, yeah obviously, it's be a shit episode. Like everyone knows it's, that. Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be intense. But the staircase, Colin Firth, Tony Collette, Tony Collette's just the best. Tony um, Collette, dude, what a legend, so good. Uh, the shows the shows awesome. The first couple episodes are great. Uh, they just released uh, another one today. It might be the finale. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, good show. The other one is awesome. Uh, it's called We Own This City on HBO Max with John Bernthal. Six episode talking about the Baltimore Police Department. It's from the creators of The Wire. It is intense. It is very, very good. Just, you, I mean, you can't stop watching it. And John Bernthal is terrific in it. We oh, Own yeah. This City it. hits. Mm-hmm. And I am two episodes into a Hulu show called Candy with Jessica Biel, and she just, again, this is another true story. It happened in the 70s. Glad I wasn't alive, because I don't know what happened. 
And no spoilers, you know what I mean? No oh, news, is she, no spoilers. Is she rocking like some like old glasses? Those, oh, with the curls. Those, like, she got a little perm going on. Yeah, she's she got like, a little perm. Yep. Little, yeah. She's a murderer. She's, she looks like a murderer. Oh, yeah. That's a murderer type right there. You yep. can't trust a female looking like that. Yikes. Yep, 100%. She killed someone. <laughs> she sure did. She sure did. <laughs> she looks too clean, you know? like She looks too like... Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, well, we can't all do it all like you do, Candy. She's like, oh, what can I say? And then murder someone. That's yeah, not really a spoiler. That's like the show kind of starts out like that. So don't like that. Yeah. But yeah, Candy on Hulu, only a couple episodes in, but it's solid. Just the way they're telling the story, the acting, everything about it's great. Jessica Beale, you know, I, I haven't seen her since Seventh Heaven. Let's go. Like having a great time with that show. Heck yeah. It's a good time for adult dramas right now. So let's just keep running them up, you know? Shot. I mean, that's Stranger Things. If if Stranger Things was an adult drama, like man, oh, I, so many, <laughs> so many people so many would watch people. it. <laughs> so many people would watch it. If only, if only it wasn't breaking records. Um, okay, <laughs> but that's not why we're here. That all that stuff is secondary. I might even cut all that out. That's just a warm up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. But we're talking about america brother yeah we're here to talk about top gun maverick let's go so let, let's oh. let, let's break down a couple facts about this oh, uh yeah. this movie here maverick made 156 million dollars over the holiday weekend uh that broke a record previously held by pirates of the caribbean at world's end uh, which made 153 million in 2007 so maverick holiday weekend record breaking post pandemic let's go tom cruise's first ever 100 million dollar plus opening weekend his previous high was only $64 million with War of the Worlds. 55% of the crowd was over 35, which means the old old people came out. They, they wanted to watch it. They came out to support their guy. Highest opening non-superhero movie since the pandemic began. A-plus cinema score. Rotten Tomatoes got 97% critics, 99% audience. And it currently, and this will probably change, on IMDb is the number 49 highest rated movie of all time. Damn. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I mean, man, man, do, do you do you have a relationship with the Top Gun franchise at all? Like, where, where are you with that? Does it mean anything Top- to you? Is it just another movie? Oh, I mean, it's a vibe. Yeah, we, we, when you want to talk about vibes and uh, you know how much of a vibe it had and how it affects your personality and just your overall just human being, like who, just who you are. Yeah, it affected me for sure. Eighties movie, everyone's badass, right? In the original, I'm like, man, all these people are cool, dude. I'm, I'm trying to play volleyball like these guys. Yeah, these, these guys looking good, man. This is, this is what it is to be a, an American stud. You know? Oh, it's freaking exciting. It's just like it's a, like a bro movie. Um, it's super cheesy looking back at it now, but at the time, bro. I yeah. Like, and it, I mean, I wasn't born in the 80s. Uh, you know, this is, yeah. you watch this later and, you know, you want to be like, oh, yeah, these 80s movies. Yeah, I know. I know what's up. And um, it's fun. It's a total vibe. Tom Cruise, when I found out about who Tom Cruise and who he is, I'm looking back at the old films. You know, I'm like, oh, man, this guy had it from the beginning. And he's just such a movie star that his catalog is is awesome and just Top Gun has happens to be one of them. It's got the music, you know, Danger Zone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got the whole the whole vibe. Like I I for me it affected me uh, with like more in a pop culture sense, um and 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 really uh, showed me what it was to be like in the 80s. I guess that okay. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. No. It's hey, exciting. That's, hey, that's your awesome. truth, bro. That's your truth. So hey. Um, <laughs> 
That's how, yeah. Like, if it makes sense, it doesn't need to, brother. That's, that's your life, man. I and in the shades, it. you know, all, all these men are rocking shades. Well, aviators. I was cool as hell. so upset watching Maverick that I didn't walk in with aviators on. I was like, damn it. Like, missed opportunity. Every, pff, bro, that's a, your theater experience is different than mine because I've, a, those people were, I, I, I saw those people and I, oh. I did not like them. No, oh, so, no, I didn't walk in with them and I wanted to be that person. Those people Ooh, were there. I hated you. I thought Tom Cruise was in the theater like 17 times. It was just someone wearing the jacket. So no, no, no. He, just another white dude. Yeah, people, people were there. They were, well, they were, and actually, to be fair, none of them were even. Yeah, they, they probably thought they were freaking like Tom Cruise at all. Pilots too. Yeah, they were like, oh, look at me, I'm a pilot. Like, Shut up, Greg. You're a freaking car salesman. Relax. Like you're not. To be fair, I watched it in San Diego. A lot of the movie takes place in San Diego. Like, oh. uh, it is kind of the prime location for Top Gun stuff. You know, so yeah. it's kind of, I mean, the movie is like a San Diego-ish movie, you know, the sunset yeah. vibe. So uh, the people the people around me were very excited. I went and saw it on a weekend Dolby showing. It was an electric environment. Um, and so, yeah, I, I totally, totally fun experience in the movie. But it kind of became bigger than I ever thought it would be. You know, this is a movie that before it came out, I was not anticipating I think everyone was shocked to see the Rotten Tomatoes score uh, leading up to the release, that it was in the high 90s and it continued to stay there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then essentially just everything that kept coming out was positive. It was just positive, positive, positive. Paramount was pushing hard the fact that these were like real stunts. You know, Tom Cruise is essentially the Jackie Chan of movie going right. He does all his own stunts. He does everything real. He's hanging off airplanes in Mission Impossible. You have to see this movie on the big screen. This isn't for streaming. This is what movies are all about. And they kind of delivered on that promise, you know. And so I'm, but I was shocked to see this like $156 million opening weekend. I did not anticipate this at all because Tom Cruise, as we know, has not traditionally been this successful. This is more than double his second highest movie he's ever made. And he's a movie star, you know. So. I was really surprised to kind of see the reception, see how it all played out. You watched this movie like after the weekend, a couple mm-hmm. days have gone by. There's nothing but positive things being said about this movie. Did that mess with your like enjoyment of the movie at all? Well, I I was already hyped up coming into it. Um, okay, I think when I talked to you, yeah, how off, can you not be? I mean, it's, off yeah. like I was like. This is like probably my most anticipated movie of the year, I think. Oh, okay. That's what I said. I think there's a world where I said that. Because I was just so excited for it because of the nostalgia and the action and and I got really caught up in like the practical effects and and how committed they were to make this movie feel real and and it was just a perfect recipe of just excitement for entertainment. So I, I, I knew I was going to come in entertained. Now, I, I didn't read so much like of the reviews because I was just I, I didn't want to get spoiled and stuff because I'm like, oh, man, like I don't know. Like, it's been 20 some years since the first one. Like, are people going to die? Like, I, like, I don't like is this going to start like a new franchise or something where I didn't want to see? So uh, maybe I, 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 I was a little worried of getting stuff spoiled and also like this turn into like a franchise that is just never going to happen or something. You know, have you like I, the director did Tron legacy, right? Yes. 
And Tron Legacy was designed for it to, you know, be that sequel, come back, and also start its own trilogy, and it never flew off. It just did not catch on. Yeah. And I was like, man, hopefully this this IP is not being used here just for a new, like, oh, now it's a new fleet of people, and it's, like, super corny and just and and and, and just weird. So I, I, I was avoiding spoilers, and I was just kind of avoiding, like, oh, like, like oh, signed on for, like, the second one and the third one, because everyone was, like, so hyped about it. Uh, but I knew I was going to be entertained, and I was. So, I think, and you touched on something that, and we'll, you know, we'll get to the review port- portion of this in a second. But you touched on something that's important: is like you don't want this like whole new fleet of people, even though there are a lot of new faces. This is like a Tom Cruise movie, a hundred percent through and through. This is a Tom Cruise vehicle. He is the yep. star of the movie. He is, he is yep. He's the driving force of the movie. Yep. He is charismatic as ever. And I mean, d- damn it, it's fun. I don't know. It's just a good time. So let, let's stop in here. Top Gun, Maverick, directed by, as we said, well, I don't think we said his name, Joseph Kaczynski. He directed Tron Legacy. He's also directed yep. Oblivion with Tom Cruise. And most recently did Only the Brave, which is a terrific movie uh, with Miles Teller. So this was written by Aaron Kruger. Uh, Eric Warren Singer, who also wrote Only the Brave, worked with Joseph Kaczynski. So it sounds like there was the initial script from Aaron Kruger. Then Eric Warren Singer came in for that first rewrite after Joseph Kaczynski read the script. And then the last credited writer is Christopher McQuarrie, who famously did The Usual Suspects. And he's also been involved in 10 different writing projects with Tom Cruise including Damn. the last three Mission Impossible movies, which he also directed. And yeah. I think after seeing the movie, you can definitely see those Mission Impossible-type moments as oh, well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. especially like the last like 30 minutes of the movie where you're like, oh, this this could fit in a Mission Impossible movie. It definitely has that vibe, uh, especially because Tom Cruise is there as well. So uh, this is obviously starring Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, Val Kilmer, John Hamm, and uh, I mean Glenn Powell's the other big one. I feel like so. Yeah, Madman. Uh, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. There's a lot of hype surrounding it. I said I, I heard some pretty incendiary things. Obviously, you can share whatever you'd like. Uh, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick? Okay, straight up, when it comes to like in- entertainment aspect, which I really want to be entertained, it's like number one, right? I think it's the most entertaining movie I've seen this year. Okay, I I, I loved the. Like just when it starts, when it starts, I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" I was like, "This is this is good," and and you know, callbacks were good, no, nothing too extreme. Um, Miles Teller was dope too. I I'm a big like Miles Teller like truther. Yeah. I I I love him. I you know I I think he's an awesome actor, and uh, and and it all gelled very well for me. I was super entertained, and and you know, practical effects, the action sequences. It, it all worked for me. It all worked for me. It, it was it was just so much fun, so good. What what I didn't like was so there was an overwhelming positive response for this movie, but I I just did not like how people kind of like oh. made it more out to it than it is like it's it, it's a good action movie right it's okay. it's it's okay it's 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 great great sequel and stuff you can come in and be excited but you can't be all like let's oh. go and i i've just been seeing some stuff on on on, on the <laughs> internet too just just like people just overwhelmingly just like positive for 
like America or whatever, which a be patriotic <laughs> all day want, long. Yeah, do you want people <laughs> like, to hate but, America? No, don't don't make it more out than what it is. You know, it's it, I don't think the director made this movie to be like a propaganda piece. You know, and uh, maybe I'm talking a little bit too much about it, but well, um, I, I think that a movie about the Navy pilots in the military, about the best of the best in the military, uh, it's going to be inherently, you know, patriotic. Like, I don't even think just, it was that patriotic. Like, where, where well, is the patriotism in this film? It's a, it's a movie about the military. I, I would say, like, in, in, I think that's more of like the backdrop. Like, there's not just like you said when it comes <laughs> to like Mission Impossible, right? And the writer that got involved and you know directed all this stuff. Like, it feels more of something of that nature. It, it, it feels closer to like a superhero film than it does to like a patriotic film. I think it's just a backdrop. Well, it's, I mean, the Navy, the Navy themselves were heavily involved along with the Department of Defense and like making the movie possible, letting them use the airplanes. I mean, they, these are, you know, this is like, again, like Michael Bay, Michael Bay makes a lot of like America porn too, you know, yeah. where it's just like, you know, the cops are pulling up. And so even ambulance was like, there's 20 shots of just cops like pulling up in a line and everything. So this is not, I mean, but it's a, it's a movie about the Navy. It's more than just a backdrop. It's like, it's celebrating that culture in a way. And now there's like, they have fun within it, but even the stuff he's doing previous, like when the movie starts and he's not like with the Navy, he's still like doing military stuff with like Lockheed and there's, you know, con like a Pentagon budget and it's all, it, it's just, it's an America movie. I I could see like the brotherhood, right? The whole "Hey, we're all in this together" type of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, but I I don't think it's like, is especially when the third act comes around and 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 the villains there and and the villains not like a like a whole like yeah, it is a un unnamed villain. Yeah, and I appreciate it that I like that I, I, nuclear stuff, and we have to stop I, them. Well, it's always off, off. Oh, it's all over here. They've got this nuclear stuff. We've got to destroy it. You know. Well, yeah. Is, uh, they got we're to. gonna die if we don't do this. The world's gonna end or something. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It sounds like you just don't want people to be proud of America. Um, nah, dude. Nah, I'm all about it. In, in all seriousness, I, I'm happy people are happy for this i'm happy people are stoked i was stoked i went in stoked i stayed stoked i wasn't out there saluting and doing the standing ovation and clapping my hands oh. like you know like oh hey. you know like this is a fun movie don't don't make it just don't make it more than what it is is all i'm trying to say yeah i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna go ahead and say make it whatever you want to make it uh just have fun so yeah i mean this movie is just an absolute crowd pleaser from beginning to end uh, I think I my experience was I watched the first one, then I had lunch and we went and watched the second one at Dolby Theater. I think if you have not seen this movie, go watch it as soon as possible. Yeah, in an IMAX or a Dolby screen, as you know, as soon as you can, so you get the biggest crowd because people were laughing, people were cheering, yeah, multiple applause yes. breaks in the movie. Yes. And I'm happy you yeah. saw it like with people. Oh, me too. Usually you don't. And I normally the, the do theater not. experience does affect you. So here's the thing: I love movies, right? As we know, uh, and unless you're watching uh, Batman, and a bunch of nerds are next to you. I love good. Yeah, lizard. Just love Nirvana. <laughs> you're looking around like yeah, yeah. <laughs> weirdos. Can't believe the shit. 
Yeah, they were Someone's all like, like, hell yeah, brother. You're like, oh, shit. okay, wrong crowd. Yeah, they're like, yeah, whatever. Um, a bunch <laughs> of, yeah, weirdos. Uh, so, no, they were they were stoked, right? But I just, yeah, none, none of that in the Top Gun crowd, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> none of those guys were there. They were probably trying to find a bootleg or something online. Um, <laughs> no, so, oh, fuck, was it? Oh, yeah, so one of the things about this movie, though, that I, I had to see it in Adobe or IMAX, because I know that they had done a ton of work with the visuals and a ton of work on the sound. And it was actually a big thing where I really wanted to do IMAX. And I just wasn't sure. Ended up going Dolby anyway. but And it was a great experience. But, I mean, they, they used IMAX cameras to film a bunch of this. They did a lot of practical effects. I have a couple facts here. Practical effects facts. Okay, so. Yes. So, although none of them actually flew the F-18s. Because I guess in the Navy contract, it literally says, like, civilians are not allowed to operate Department of Defense stuff. But they got to ride in them. So they were in the back. And so they completed a three-month training program to prepare them for the flight in the F-18s. They also learned how to eject and how to survive if they land in water after ejecting. So they did that, like, actual military training. But then after that, they did a three-month program curated by tom cruise himself to learn how to actually fly planes and so they flew in a bunch of different planes and built up to actually getting in the f-18 so that when they hit the g-forces and they hit all those crazy turns they actually know what it feels like so they don't just pass out and they're ready to go through it so they went through all this training so that these shots when they're actually hitting those like heavy g's it's actually them doing it in the plane they're not acting they're really going through it and the um, the coolest part of that, too, is that because the actors were actually in the cockpit of the plane, it's not normally like when you're filming, the director's sitting there watching the screen. He can see how what everything looks like. He can tell them to try something different, this and that. They had an IMAX camera built into the cockpit, and the actor had to frame and light his own shots or his or her own shots. So they're controlling the camera. The actor's controlling the camera. The actor's figuring out the best shots. No one can see it. He can't talk to the director. So they like plan everything out. And then they just get up in the plane. And the actor has to direct themselves, direct the camera, along with the acting. It's insane. And so those the F-18s cost $11,000 an hour to rent from the Navy. Hell yeah, so dude. they didn't want to do extra takes. But it's just, I mean, it's just crazy. Like the the effort that they put into making this movie look as real and genuine as possible. It's, it's worth spending your money on. It's worth going to, it's worth making the time to go out to a theater because it's not like this cheap bullshit they're putting on Netflix. Like it's a yeah. movie. And that's what I was most excited about leading up to it because the pop culture and blockbuster movies have been dominated by these superhero movies which we know like I'm cool with, but I'm not a huge fan of, or the Fast and Furious movies, which I just don't like. And this is just, it's a its a big movie. It's an expensive movie. It's a fun, edge-of-your-seat, entertainment-type movie. And it's actually good. Like, it's cool. Yeah. And I just, I mean, there's nothing, you know, it's so easy to say, call things popcorn entertainment. And be like, oh, it's just a popcorn movie. Like, don't think too hard, this and that. This is popcorn entertainment. They had some cheesy moments. They had some really good action scenes. And it was heartfelt, tugged on the heartstrings. And you knew it would. 
and all the setups you could see coming a mile away, they still worked. This is a popcorn movie. Not everything else is. Just because a movie's stupid doesn't mean it's a popcorn movie. This is it. This is what it's about. I fucking loved it. I had such a good time in this movie. <laughs> I had so much fun, man. I had so much fun. Hell yeah. Amen, brother. Hoorah. Let's go. Let's go. America. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, America, sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying stuff now. Um, Authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Authenticity oh, yeah. plays always, dude. Like, it just... That's that's so good, and I'm I'm happy that they did that, and they should do more of that. Like it'd be wild if the next Fast and Furious they figure out this freaking IMAX camera inside of a car and just freaking yeah. Well, I mean they do that, and to be fair, Fast and Furious also does a lot of practical effects. They do a lot of not practical effects as well, but I mean they've really freaking thrown Vin cars Diesel out of planes. Drove a cool car. Impacted a bridge with the nose of Inside like it makes no sense. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also so many things they don't do for sure. Or flew to space. Yeah, that's yeah, not practical. Fiero. Um, <laughs> that's that's uh, it, so coming into it, that's what got you excited, and like you you bought in like almost blind like blindly because you saw the first Top Gun that day. And then you watched the sequel that day, like hours later. Yeah, I mean, I've already seen Top Gun. Top Gun. I mean, yeah, I know Top Gun, but got I that rewatched it. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, it, I'm so glad I did. Like, you don't need and you to like watch Top the first Gun. one. Yeah, yeah, oh, of course. I mean, it's a yeah, movie yeah. that it's like it was presented to me when I was young, and it was like this is a good movie, and so I've just always accepted that it's a good movie. Now rewatching it, I mean, like. They have that song like "Take My Breath Away." Oh yeah, awesome, awesome scene too. And they play that song literally like three or four times in the span of eight minutes. It's insane. And I'm like, well, no wonder the music in this movie's prolific. They won't put the shit off. Like, yeah. so there's, I mean, certain songs that you're just like, oh, I always think of this song. It's like, well, they they needle drop it like 18 times. Like that's why you know the song so well. Uh, but yeah, the movie had its cheesy moments. But Tom Cruise is just, like you're just watching him like man this guy is electric he's, he's so good he's so yeah, good he just, he's the best and even you know I'd argue the acting in that first one isn't great either and um, I've heard a couple places like everyone's sweaty all the time they really are like everyone's just sweating the whole movie yeah that's you know, throw some bo- uh, some uh, baby oil on them <laughs> but I I think this new one did a really good job of of recognizing that it's not 1986. Yep. While still feeling like a sequel to the first movie, it feels like they're in the same world. It feels yep. like these are the same characters. It feels right. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel weird, but it still feels updated. And it's still a little cheesy. Don't get me. There's moments, but it still feels updated. It still feels relevant right now. I and there's so many times that movies will cop out and be like, oh, well, you know, it's just like the first one. It's like, well, I'm glad it's not just like the first one. Correct. Even though plot twist, like the whole first five minutes is literally like a recreation of the first one. Exactly. Including like the title card and all that. So I don't know, but I just, it, oh, man, I just am so impressed with the way I've seen so many shitty movies. It's hard not to like this one so much. Yeah. Or, it's, or so many like sequels that, yeah. um, you know, it took a while to make and. Yeah, I mean, this is like many twenty some years, or how many, like thirty three years, or something like that, since the yeah. first one came out. Or 
Yeah, that's wild. That's uh, like a whole, there's a whole 33 year old man that was born within that time. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's pretty surprising to hear because I, I, I didn't know you were that excited about this movie dubs. I wasn't, I, I wasn't that excited going into it. I mean, I, I said earlier too, I thought that, um, I didn't think it was going to do that well as stuff kept coming out about it. And I'm like, Oh wait, is this actually like a good movie? Cause I didn't expect it to be a good movie. Cause the first one is not like a great movie necessarily, even though I, it holds like nostalgic. It's a fun movie. It yeah. It's a fun movie, value, but not great necessarily. That's yeah. eh, it's all right. Allegedly. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I just didn't expect to have like a, a terrific movie experience here. I kind of expected like a cash grab because that's what it seems like everything is yeah well the ip and yeah and then there was like what reshoots and it, it you know time between and so you just don't know at that point yeah but, you know every time you hear a reshoot it's like oh shit it's like it's bad yeah, yeah. And it was supposed <laughs> to come out in uh 2020 so it's yeah it's been pandemic wait and yeah and i i think it just that wait worked out in its favor I, well, it some some worked. That's for sure. It's it's doing well now. It's it's one of those things where some of these movies have waited so long, and everyone's kind of attributed the fact that it took so long to like, oh well, everyone's kind of over it at this point. Like we we were excited, and now the wait is kind of whatever, which is a weird concept. I never understood. You know, people. It, <laughs> this is a sidetrack, right? But so many articles trying to make sense of the way like the movie industry is reacting right now to uh, just COVID and reopening and closing and streaming and all these, all these like think pieces. They're just so random. Some of the time and there's so much like, Oh, so much is attributed to like, Oh, well this movie just took too long to come out. So people didn't care anymore. I'm like, I'm not sure that's how it works. And um, this is a testament to the fact that I think if you, Make something that people are excited about. They're gonna they're gonna come out to watch it, and you know it has to be good too. And it is. It's good. So I don't know. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. I mean, this one too. It's like that Memorial Day weekend. Like it's just like yeah. I'm already you're saying it's not patriotic. It came out them like the most patriotic like, weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> like, it was clearly advertised. Like, like, yeah, hey, we're gonna. America's gonna show up for this one. Um Yeah, this movie's not playing in China, so it's good. <laughs> oh, it's not playing in China? No, it was actually had like a there was a Chinese company involved with the uh, initial budget and everything, and they actually pulled out uh midway through. So damn. Yeah. This is how patriotic it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like Tom Cruise has that he's he. He's like in that caliber with like Will Smith and just people that do really well overseas. They just have a big name, yeah. And overseas, they just do great at. And I yeah. would have thought um, Tom Cruise would have just took over the whole world by now. I'm sure he would if they let him. Um, act, acting wise, do you, do you think all the actors did did solid? Anyone stood out? Miles Tell, and the reason why I bring it up is because. I really enjoyed Miles Teller, and he, you know, when you said earlier, like Tom Cruise, this is Tom Cruise's movie. It's clearly Tom Cruise's movie. <laughs> like, like, like 
not not everyone else has like a ton of screen time other than maybe Miles Teller. But I, I, I think they they worked well together and I think you know, I, I enjoyed their uh, chemistry uh in the in the film. Yeah, Miles Teller was great. I, I think I've seen a lot of a lot of discourse about his performances like mm-hmm. we've seen him really shine in movies like Whiplash and stuff, right? Where uh, he's clearly shown that he is acting chops and can do well and can, I mean, act across from J.K. Simmons, who's incredible. So here was much more like quiet performance, much more yeah. muted. Uh, but mm-hmm. he had his moments to shine, and I think he did. You know, he did great. Uh, Jennifer Connelly was terrific. I think she was just kind of, I mean, she looks so good for her age. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, earlier we were talking about it, you mentioned how messed up it was they didn't invite the initial, um, that's what's her name? Uh, love interest and, yeah um i don't know her name yeah they, it's uh it's like mcgillis, McGillis. yeah kelly mcgillis yeah. is so, it kelly mcgillis yeah and so they didn't bring her back and she had kind of talked about it, and they showed a picture of her now you know it, people forget you know tom cruise is like a movie star and well people don't forget this but he doesn't look his age uh it just happens that kelly mcgillis just does look her age and she's like in her 50s so you know, they don't want someone who looks like they're in their 50s. And uh, Jennifer Connelly came in. She happens to be in her 40s and looks terrific. So it just kind of made sense. Um, Hollywood brother, you, know, you got to go young. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but they did bring back Val Kilmer, who, like, you know, he doesn't look like Tom Cruise, right? So it is what it is. Um, My man, uh, Val Kilmer, has, yeah, he's had a life. Unfortunately, you know, he's sick and he's not like ice man but um but uh he 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 was awesome too with with his scene i think it was just like i was impressed with how um i was impressed with val kilmer in the film just knowing you know what he's going through and yeah and just the way that the film just still made him a dude and made him involved and uh it was pretty dope i like i like val kilmer i know he's kind of a jerk but um I don't, I don't think he's a jerk now. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. I mean, I I think. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think he can't were, talk. So they really, yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were really effective uh, the way they used him, and you know the way him and Maverick were texting a couple times throughout the movie were ways to include him. Like, I need to see you. Yeah, without, <laughs> yeah, with the, without him actually being there, yeah. so even though he was only in one scene of the movie, and it was a good scene. He he had a he had weight over many scenes and his name was dropped many times and his picture is shown many times so he's kind of, he's he had a big presence in the movie oh yeah even though oh, yeah. he had that small scene huge John Ham solid too John Ham's I mean, great he's just good in everything he, was he does like, yeah he's like the big bad and when I say the big bad you know just Maverick's boss right he's like <laughs> just trying to like rein him in and can't you know because he needs him but he wants to cut him yeah. You know? It's like, damn it, you know, you're too good. And uh, Phoenix, uh, the, oh, and you know, just shout out to all their call. Is it call signs? All their names that's on their helmets yeah. and stuff. Uh, Monica Bro, Barbaro, Barbaro. We need to get like a Dubs, like a little helmet, and, like a Madman, like helmet or something, because we 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 are like the originators of call signs. Okay? I'm down for that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 know what what it is to be named something. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. But no, Phoenix, she she was really good in the movie as well. And uh Bob, shout out Lewis Pullman. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, bro, I didn't know that, that was. Yeah, that was. Uh, he's someone's son. Bill, uh, Pullman, Bill Pullman, right? Crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> Freaking uh, uh, the actor that played Hangman. He oh. is not quite like you know Val Kilmer's character in the first film, Glenn pal. Yeah, but he did a solid job, and like I, I'm actually pretty. I'm I'm I mean I'm super stoked that a mouse teller you know played Rooster, the son of Goose, because um, I feel like normally he would play like the the jerk, you know, and Hangman was like yeah. I guess the jerk in this film. Um. But I like that they use his like inks, I guess, you know, in the role for Rooster. But Glenn Powell did an awesome job. Yeah, as like the Glenn the freaking kind of a yeah. He was he was rude uh, for sure. He was rude for sure. But I mean, he wasn't like a complete jerk. He was, here's the thing. I would argue, and this is I feel like I'm the only person that thinks this. That Glenn Powell, Hangman, which literally seems like Iceman, Hangman, like it's all right there. But I feel like he's more of a mix of Maverick and Val yeah. and Iceman, Val Kilmer. Because rewatching like the first movie, Iceman was again, he was a little he was he was arrogant. He was. Um but he also was right, like about everything. And Maverick was reckless all the time. Like he he was causing problems constantly. And he was doing things he shouldn't be doing. And when you're flying planes like that, you just can't do stuff like that. The Navy themselves said so. They said none of these people would be successful in our program. Val Kilmer would have probably been successful because he was by the book. You know, Maverick's throwing that book away. So I feel like um, Iceman gets kind of a bad rap in that first movie. All he wants to do is things by the book, and he's damn good at it. Uh, so you know, shout out, shout out Val Kilmer, Iceman. <laughs> you could be nicer though. You don't have. You could do that and, and be well, respectful and loved. But he's like sitting there. Well, I mean, he and is he's like watching like loved. Maverick make a mockery of what they're doing. You know, and he's kind of like ah, like you're dangerous. You know, and it's true, he is dangerous. I don't know. I just well, that's like, why. Let's, well, let's I mean, rethink, yeah, that's why uh, Val, Iceman. That's why Iceman had this whole astounding career in, in this universe. And yeah, uh, this movie, Maverick he, was still. He is an admiral. He's an admiral. So <laughs> yeah, Maverick was just, just shooting the shit. <laughs> you know, not married, no kids. He's out there just <laughs> in so the same true. position, I guess. Right? Well, yeah. He, he wants to keep flying. He wants to keep flying. That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So I mean, look, I, we haven't. I don't think we really spoiled the movie at all, but you know, they they don't really name the they don't really name who they're going against. Uh, I think the good things about this movie are that it does show you where Maverick's been, and then it still brings it back to Top Gun, which makes sense. This time, for the first movie, you know, Top Gun is they're literally in the class, is trying to be the best in the class. Uh, this one, there's an actual mission. We talk about like the Mission Impossible type stuff. Yeah, and there are there they have an objective. They're training for, preparing for a certain specific mission that they have to complete, and one that's very difficult. And that's kind of the process in the movie. That's how it goes. And then, of course, we get the big action set piece at the end. So it's very it's very fun, and uh, it's and it's wild. And I don't think again, I don't think we spoil it too much. The only there's one thing I didn't like actually. Say this. Um, okay. There's a scene where they're first all at the bar, 
Okay. It's a good scene. It's literally like because, because in the first movie, you know, um, Maverick, he hits on Kelly McGillis and he doesn't realize that she's the teacher. And then so he strikes out at the bar and then she walks in the next day and it's like, ho, ho, ho. And the same thing here. They drag him out of the bar, don't realize he's a teacher. It's great. Callbacks, terrific. But then there's a moment where Miles Teller, Goose's son, gets on the keys, starts playing uh, Great Balls of Fire. Okay. Love that. Uh-huh. Then Tom Cruise looking through the window, feeling nostalgic. I loved that. And then it does the flashback where it shows Top Gun and the clip from Top Gun where they're singing the song. I didn't love that. And now this is me. I'm like gatekeeping um, like an experience. But okay. I just watched the movie like two hours prior. I'd already seen that. So I feel like they were dumbing it down for people that didn't deserve it. I did the work. Let me have the experience. Let me have my moment. You don't need to show the flashback for everyone. Oh, uh, you just didn't like the flashback. I just didn't like the flashback aspect specifically. I just felt like uh, if people didn't do their homework, people didn't know that already, <laughs> they don't deserve the moment. That's all. But Maybe that's more for the a- audience. But it's got to be more for like his reflection and 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 what happened and what he's messed with like throughout the whole movie i think that if you've watched top gun you'll know what like you you would get feeling. it like, oh, uh, yeah. like all you would need to see is his like you could have it playing and and just have the camera pan on him and just get closer and just all the emotions and stuff yeah oh yeah i mean like goose playing great balls of fire is a prolific scene in top gun yes yeah, and then Meg Ryan's like, take me to bed or lose me forever. He's like, show me the way, honey. Prolific, right? Just lit. <laughs> Prolific, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to, like, let's go. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, no, it, it, is, it is a thing. It's a thing. And so if, they, if he's playing Great Balls of Fire, any Top Gun fan knows what's going on. Uh, you pan to him, okay. that's it. Again, this isn't a real complaint. I was yeah. just more like, hey, why'd you have to dumb it down for the like The true fans would have yeah. known that. Okay, well, all right. So, do you want to do you want to uh, give us your rating and your three word here? Rating, sure. Yeah, I can do that. Let's do it. Mine. All right. So, you know, just, even with everything I said, even with everything I said, one of the things that should only last with you and should stand out is that this movie is super entertaining. It's the most entertaining movie I've seen this year. Um, and so my rating. And my three word review, it's all it's all just because of how entertaining this movie was and how thrilled okay. and excited I was and I'm you know, telling you the action, everything. Stakes are high, I was stressed, I was holy shit. This is dope, this is intense. It was the perfect amount of uh nostalgia, it was the perfect amount of of just goofiness, cheesiness, and and just straight up seriousness. Um it didn't feel cheap. I didn't feel like I was watching that freaking God awful Jack Reacher movie that was terrible. This is the sequel, the one that I I talked about it I think on the previous pod that I saw recently. I was like, man, this movie is trash. Like Tom Cruise, fucked you. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, they're really writing his name out. Yeah. Um, uh, three word review is going to be Cruise saves cinema because this okay. this guy carried that. this film. I love that. Yeah, carried this film. Just really gave us what we needed, brought people into the movie. He cares about the movie going experience, man. And him and Chris Nolan, I think, are the only dudes mm. in America. They just care about people 
yeah. getting their ass into a movie theater, sitting down and watching a film. Um, he's so passionate about it. And he yep. and it shows in his work ethic. It shows in, in just the creation of this film, how involved he was, and 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 essentially, you know, teaching, you know, the youth, you know, this uh, you know, in, in the film industry and just you know, it, there's a lot of parallels of of him in the film and him in real life and and it just freaking worked, man. And the 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 stats show it, it proves it, money shows it. Yeah, a lot of older people show too, but there, you know, a lot of younger people showed up too, and and I think that's dope and exciting, man. That's you get old generation, new generation, everyone, everyone can watch this movie, and you'll be uh, entertained, thrilled. You don't have to watch the original, and I think that's that's so amazing because people hate to be left out, yeah, and yeah. um, and this movie just did such a good job, you know, like a love letter. Just you know, like like you're mentioning or said, like really strong for real popcorn like film. Like it's it's this this movie brings true meaning to that, and and he just did a freaking awesome job, dude. I, I was so excited and 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 it worked, and it was, I was so entertained. I was so happy. I cried. You know, I, I cry all the time. I feel like whenever I talk about movies, I'm like, oh man, true. Mm, sure. One scene, I, I I cried. I cried. Um. But I did. It was it was just it was awesome. It was fun, and uh, shout out to Tom, just Tom Cruise, man. He still looks good, bro. There was a scene he's like shirtless. I was like, man, that oh, guy's yeah. he's like sixty, right? Like, how old is Tom Cruise? He's got to be like sixty one. He is in his fifties, I believe. Oh, I man, I I because I I think Brad Pitt is like sixty something. Oh, he might be younger. He's younger than Brad Pitt. Well, I mean, maybe I don't know. Let me see. He's that makes sense. He was like the youngest kid, I think, in Outsiders. I don't know. He was born in 1962. Oh yeah, he's he's old, so yeah, yeah, so right, 40, yeah, he's 65. Yeah, 65, yeah, bro. Yeah. That, he looks good. He oh, looks like, okay, he's... so that's bad math. Uh, he's 59. Oh, okay. So 59. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a Scientology man, thing. guy. Yeah, a That's, couple of years back from the <laughs> the Thetans. Fifty nine. Uh, what was his birthday? Is he turning sixty this year? Uh, July. Yeah, turning sixty. Yes. Oh, f- like Fourth of July or what? Man, this guy is patriotism. Just yeah, can't stop, won't stop. America, he might maybe. be Captain America. Like he was probably that's, born in the. I mean, that's true. He was created for America movies. Um. All right. Well, give us your score. Yeah. Score. Score. Strong. Um. So I think I'm gonna give you a 91. I feel like it deserves in the 91. Wow. Okay. I think it does with the entertainment aspect. It. This is not like 95, 96, 90. Like it's not. It is not that high, because there there is some flaws in in the movie. Um. You know, there's you know the action sequences are dope, but you know there's love interest. Like I hate when they kind of throw in the whole love interest that kind of it just feels like they just did it just do it because even jennifer Connolly, her character and who she is she's kind of just someone like it's not even like i guess it's a like a callback and i don't know if i'm yeah. spoiling it but i guess it's like a callback but it's not the original it's not like they they you know brought that back they were like oh yeah we don't want to bring her let's just you know get him a girl and and let's just throw that in there i i yeah. i wish it would have focused 
more on just Miles Teller and him and their character, and maybe a little bit more of the Academy kind of like Starship Troopers, you know, Starship Troopers, like, you know, you see this whole vibe of like who they are, like maybe another bar scene, maybe, you know, that you know, they had a few scenes all together. I probably would have wanted to see more uh, of them interacting with one another and, and maybe more of those sub characters who, you know, like we talked about Phoenix, we talk about like freaking hangman, but you know, there's other people in there that I feel like, you know, they introduced and they kind of just like did nothing with him. You know, I feel like they could have done a little bit more um, and, and maybe even built up more of a, more of a rivalry with hangman and, uh, and, uh, uh, rooster i feel like you you saw some but then i feel like you know some of it was a little rush and some of it was kind of just done just to do so just to make hangman look like oh he, he's the bad he hey, he's the rival like i feel like they they could have worked on that a little bit more okay okay fair enough fair enough hey 91 strong score give you that um i like it cruise safe cinema amen he sure did <laughs> um, my my true review is kind of similar to that in a weird way, but just more the meaning, not necessarily okay. the words. Um, so I'm gonna give this one a 93 out of 100. Uh, we okay. oh my gosh, we even see what we're rating it by. Oh, That's, should we do G's? You said what? Should we do G's? G's? Oh, oh man, you see a lot of G's. Yeah, there's a lot of G's. You 94 G's, dude. You definitely black out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm down for G's yeah. because they introduced like that element so quickly and it freaking worked. I was, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Well, there's mock. The mock is the beginning, and then G's are later. There's G force. Like mock is like the speed that he was doing in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then G forces are later. But G force is higher than, or it's not. No, mock like, is like the speed of sound. G force is like your fucking your body's like falling <laughs> on itself. Your body reacting to. Well, yeah, it's it's just like the it's like the pool, it's like the force versus Mach is just like the speed of sound. Hey, oh, um, there's a and I I don't know why this just came to me, but there is like a bar tab situation. Yes. How much do you think was his bar tab? It was he handed her like a stack of money. It was a lot, <laughs> and she took like it thousand? like super casual. You can't just have rules to like buy everyone a drink in a bar. Like not everyone just has money like that. It's actually kind of excessive. It doesn't feel responsible, like, and I just feel like, yeah, like not having your phone out is kind of an unreal expectation in today's society. You could just like give give her the card, like let's say he did have it, give her the card and just call your bank the next day, be like, hey, bro, so yeah, some down. hooligan in San Diego stole my debit <laughs> card. What? How much? No, what? I doubt. Okay, no I went to yeah. a bar, spent a thousand dollars. Yeah, not you got to refund me that money. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Maybe you need to like go. buy the person next to you a drink. Like that could be the rule. But oh, whole round on you. Like what? Is, what? Like that's chaos. Like who's? Yeah, that's, that's true. Where's the check and balance there? I think Everyone he did it just twice too. Yeah, I think it yeah, like, it's a lot. Yeah, that's why it was a lot. All right, we want to do bar tabs. Uh, no, I I just thought that was like <laughs> just a moment. I, yeah. I was just like I was more so like over under like how much like five hundred bucks because uh, yeah, he he does it twice so it's got to be like a thousand right. It's, I think it's over a thousand and or yeah who knows I don't know it's like felt three like a full bar three dollar PBR beer or something like that's true never mind yeah maybe it's a little it's a you know like a little shitty bar I mean like fun bar but not like freaking I mean you got a bunch of. <laughs> Bunch of goons in there just walling out, shirtless, playing on the piano. You know, like, all right. I think you're gonna go higher. Yeah, no, it's solid. Like, it's not a perfect movie, but it's a fucking fun movie. All right. 
<laughs> but it's not it's not perfect like by any means but it's it's good for what it is it's a good popcorn movie and it, it's actually a great popcorn movie it's and, like the definition of a popcorn film. Yeah, well, and it well, it's what it should be. It should be. I don't think it is right now, but it should be. And I think the craft that goes into it is is good, and it's worth celebrating. I think the fact. I think that you they, just killed popcorn movie because <laughs> yeah. like next time I see like something the rocks in, I'm like, oh, so, solid popcorn film. You're like, this is better than Top Gun yeah. Maverick, in entertainment, man, man. You, you well, said and, it was the most entertaining movie of yeah. the year. I'd be like, oh, okay. So it's not. So it's like a nacho movie. It's definitely a nacho movie. <laughs> yeah. You're when you're eating nachos, you're not looking up the whole time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of yeah, making sure you're not dripping nacho you're, cheese. You gotta on make yourself. sure you, you don't got no 100%. cheese sauce on your freaking corduroy pants. You know what I'm saying? So that's true. And and part of me like calling this a podcast. I mean, at, that's the dynamic of this podcast, right? You have your opinions, I have mine. At some point, we're just oh, arguing with each opinions. other about the things that have happened in the past. So. When I'm like, this is a popcorn movie, that's not me just explaining that to the world. That's essentially just me arguing with you. Like, you've okay. called all these movies popcorn movies. This is a real one. You know, so, and that's just, you know, because. What's that your Donald Trump impersonation? Hey, hey, we're the, the give me a baguette. Um, <laughs> all right, so I, I feel like I got a clip. I love baguettes. I love them. I love them. Big fan of baguettes. Scene, just for like some context. I mean, love it. So in. good. So, so patriotic. Good. Top Gun Maverick, he should be an admiral. Love it. Now I just sound like a little fan. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's part of the, that's part of the Trump charm. All right, but uh, my three word review is: there's a quote in the movie uh, where, oh, hitting us with a quote. And so this is part of it, but it, it it just I felt so inspired when I heard it because it felt like a metaphor for something greater. But uh, one of the admirals says, the end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. And he says, maybe maybe so, sir, but not today. So my three-word review is, but not today. Uh, because a legacy, a legacy sequel may not work 30 years after the fact, but not today. And blockbuster movies may have been taken over by superheroes, but not today. And streaming was taking over theaters, but not today. Ooh. And movies were dead, Madman. But not today. So that's my three word review. Let's go. Let's go. Dang, that was Let's freaking. Go. Man, you have to play like the theme song while you're saying that. <laughs> you have to. That was like that's that's gonna get people into the theaters. Uh, yeah, man. I, I'm hype. I'm hype for it. I'm ready to go. Uh we'll we'll throw that in there. But yeah, um, well, yeah, that's that's the top gun review. We did it. Uh, saw in the '90s for both of I, if I would have guessed uh, my score for that movie, I probably would have been like thrown out like a 78, 79, 77 ish kind of thing. So damn, because the expectations were not high, and as as we kept getting closer, I was like, wait, what? So uh, I'm happy to see you guys both there. Uh, what's next? What's coming out next that we got to talk about? Coming, I don't know. You know, we're. I mean, well, I think the right answer is Jurassic World. Okay, that's Dominion. like next week, right? Yeah, makes sense. That's that, and it makes. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a Jurassic film. Uh, it's one of the most exciting franchises around. Yeah. Like it, it has to be that. There's been a lot of like weird indie movies. There's been some like mid mid middling movies. Some like releases, but I think these blockbusters are just where it's at. Because I I 
I freaking love Top Gun Maverick, and now I'm just like excited for like more blockbuster films. Yeah, because well, I've seen some of these indies, right? I've seen some of these horror, and it's like ah, I get too excited, and then I watch it. I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's pretentious. Ugh. Yeah. You know, there is a movie called Watcher though that just came out. It's got 84 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not sure. What's uh, who's in that? I don't even know. But is we, someone watching someone? Yeah, we just got it. So here's the thing. All I know about it for sure. Is that uh, it's super short. The like little one thirty hitter. Oh yeah. Well, let me oh, get, let me okay. get that runtime in. Let me get that runtime. So the shortest movie we saw was that like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Or? Oh, that was very Sequel. short. Yeah, uh, but that was film. that was a perfect length. Yeah, it's an hour and thirty six minutes. Damn. Horror okay. mystery movie. Horror mystery. Oh yeah, with uh, I don't. I, I, Recognize one actor or actors in this. Give me but. some names. Give me some names. I think uh, I know some. Micah Monroe, Carl Glussman, Burn Gorman, not Bo Burnham, Tudor Petru. Tudor. My dude, Tudor, dude. Oh, He's yeah. in that one? Oh, yeah. yeah dude. Bro, I know Tudor. His name or profession is taxi driver. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. I'm assuming he's going to be driving a taxi. Or he's doing a really good Robert De Niro impersonation. There you go. <laughs> so, hey, you talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? I'm Tudor Petru. Talking to me? Yeah. Hey. I'm Tudor. <laughs> <laughs> My dude Tudor, man. He, I mean, he had one job in, in the world, and it was to be an actor. Yeah, he, he did it, man. He fucking did it. <laughs> All right. Well, here. That, that rest of our episode, Jurassic Park next week. I'm very excited for that. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, no more hiatuses. Uh, we're here. And uh, yeah, peace. His thoughts on this movie. Oh, huge! Like, huge didn't like movie. to kill Val Kimmer. Yeah, <laughs> loved him. <laughs> loved Val I mean. Kimmer. Like, Should never killed him. No, I don't even sound like, yeah. like oh. Val Kilmer. More like Val Liver. We want this guy alive. Yeah, he's a national treasure. <laughs> 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 I met it, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's with me, he talks, I swear. Fabulous <laughs> guy. Val. He should have been president.
right. <laughs> fucking Bob. I wish I could do a good Donald Trump impression. I'd be fucking. It's all I would do the whole pod that I way. I gotta work on it. But it's up again. Incredible, incredible, incredible film. <laughs> we Inc- just sound like, <laughs> like, like French people speaking English. <laughs> Incre- incredible film. Yes. Hey, here's how you do a Donald Trump impersonation. Pretend you're French. <laughs> Talking English. What is this uh, Top Gun <laughs> movie we see? <laughs> that's No, that's Russian, man. That's not French. Wait, what? Oh, fuck, dude. It's like, monsieur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Top Gun. Fabulous film. Fabulous. American. <laughs> American made. American made. American made. That's how you know. We we see.